Hi guys, it's Tony Robbins. You're listening to Habits and Hustle. Crush it. This is such an exciting episode of Habits and Hustle. You know, we have today Michael Lee. Michael Lee is a, a massive TikTok star. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> massive, uh, 50 million followers. I think was it like over a billion, what, views, impressions, likes. Yeah, likes. Yeah, likes. yeah. Now, and you also like, are, you're pretty big on YouTube as well with millions and millions. Uh, also Instagram or is mm-hmm. TikTok your big one? TikTok's my big one, but YouTube and Instagram, they're like, you know, they have, I have a few mil on both of them. Oh, just a few mil. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this is exciting for me because I'm, I'm so fascinated by, by all of this because I think it's not my generation, right? Like I'm, I'm trying to like learn as I go. Yeah. Um, so I guess like, I mean, let's just start from the beginning. You're 19 years old. I'm 21. Oh, 21. Yeah, I'm 21. Oh my gosh, 21. I thought you were 19. Okay, you're, you're old, much older. <laughs> you're like an old man. Um, so what, tell us how you, be, you began and how it kind of just evolved from there. Yeah, I mean, quick story. I mean, so I started um, becoming a dancer when I was 12. Uh, I took it more seriously when I was uh, that age and um, around three to four years later I became more professional where I started doing um, music videos, uh, became a choreographer, teaching classes and um, when social media came out, uh, Instagram and Musical.ly were the first like you know at social media apps that could really like you know post those types of videos so I became one of the first social media dancers to come on just like any platforms um, and then a few years later down the line um, I just continued my, my, my journey as like a dancer, social media kind of personality. And by 2019, that's when things really started taking off when TikTok kind of came back into the picture. Um, and um, and yeah, when I hopped onto it, uh, basically it just kind of took off and I saw it as like the next opportunity because the first one was like Vine. Like a mm-hmm. lot of the big social media stars came from Vine and I never hopped on it. I just kind of like, I hopped on it the first week and then I was like, ah, this is not going to go anywhere. I deleted it. And a few months later, I see it and all these guys are popping off. I'm like, oh my gosh, I never downloaded it. I was just too, I was super just like, um, you know, ego. I was like, ah, it's too late for me, whatever. So I never hopped onto it. So when TikTok came out um, and it did what it did, uh, I, I saw it as like the next opportunity. So I took it and then, you know, two years later, I'm, um, I'm here. Wow. So let's get, I want to start from the beginning. So you were a dancer at yeah. 12 and then you were doing music videos. What, who were you doing videos for? Um, so I lived in Miami, so it was a lot of uh, Latin artists like mm. Daddy Yankee was my first one. We seen Ricky Martin. Um, I did one with Chris Brown the first time he came out to LA okay. and Fabulous. Um, videos for them? Music videos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Chris Brown's a great dancer. So yeah. you must be pretty good if you can be like <laughs> keeping up with that guy. Okay. Thank you, thank you. But yeah, no, it was it was super fun, and um, and you know, from there, I was like, all right, how can I elevate? How can I keep going? Because I think the biggest thing for the dancer was like, okay, like, I, I kind of looked at the biggest dancers in the industry, and I was like, all right, how much money are they making? Like, is this like really a life I want to live? Like, is it like you know enough money for me, or or like what's the biggest that they can be? And I I realized for a dancer was like, oh, you can be a backup dancer for someone else. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I, I thought it was cool to experience like, you know, like if I was a tour dancer or, or a music video dancer, but I was never like the main person that people cared for. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to share my art, like, and I felt like dance was such an expression of like, you know, of yourself. So I felt like, okay, social media, I can make my own dance videos. And, and I am, the, you know, in the sense of the star that people can watch and um, that's why I like kind of like switched from like being a professional dancer and moving into more of like a creator of my own. Yeah, like a content creator. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Did you ever think like what was it part of the plan? Like, oh, I want to become insta famous or be like a TikTok star or like a social media star. Was that part of the strategy? Or- um, so so I started the social media in 2015, and I I said I was like I want to be a YouTuber. Like, and I told myself like, all right, I'm gonna make it. It's just a matter of when, not it's a matter of, of how not when right. it's just you know eventually if i keep going and i keep you know pushing forward um it'll pay off eventually so um i, I always believed in myself because i knew like i was always listening to the podcast it's like you have to believe in yourself before other people can believe in you and you know this and that so i, I just kind of started feeding myself all of this information and like just like inspiration and kind of um keeping that mindset and uh and yeah so i always i always kind of felt like i i had it in me 
So then, okay, so you started in 2015, you're saying musically, and mm-hmm. then, you know, you kind of grew up, you're doing Dubai. Now, did it happen? Because I, I mean, from what I understand, it's easier to get an audience on TikTok than it would be, let's say, on Instagram because of the algorithm. Yeah. Now, is that true then? Yeah, yeah, okay. definitely, 100%. Why like, is all that? the algorithm for uh, how Instagram and Facebook uh, worked was um, you had to pay. You had to pay right. ads. It, they, they made it very based off of like, say if you had a million followers, only like 10% of those right. followers will actually see your post on the feed. It wasn't like, you know, it, it was so much that, that went on to it. And then the, the reachability, you know, how could, you know, other people find you? Uh, for me back then when it was like 2016, 2017, um, it was always like the meme pages that if they reposted you, then people could follow you from mm-hmm. there. But it was never like organically from your own posts. And, and what TikTok brought to the table was like, it doesn't matter how many followings you have, it doesn't matter. What, whatever the case may be, it's if, if you have a viral video, um, the app will push it for free and you'll just get millions of views. So that's how like all of these new social media, you know, content creators came to be right. because like they didn't have to be stuck with an algorithm or have to pay for views or, you know, engagement. Right, they kind of made it much easier for people to see your content. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, even with us small people like myself who has maybe a couple hundred thousand followers, um, or make whatever around. Ah, that's not small. <laughs> Compared to you, believe me, I'm a micro, micro, micro. But uh, you know, you're you're right. Like only a very small portion of my audience or anybody's audience sees it. I feel like at what point though does that change? Like if you have five thousand followers, everyone sees it. Like is there something that you can tell us that you get you hit a certain point or a benchmark, and that's when they start really kind of getting into. The monetization on their end, um, or is it? Are you talking on any platforms? Okay, on, on Instagram right now. Instagram. We're talking with Instagram. I mean, it really depends. Like, I've had, I've had, I mean, brand deals. For me, it was more of like artist deals. So, like, mm, okay. an, a smaller local artist would come to me and be like, "Hey, like, can you promote my song?" And you dance to it. That was more of like the brand deal back in the day for me as a dancer rather than a personality. And I've had those since the beginning, since like I had 50,000 followers or 25,000 followers. Like it really depends. Um, um, but yeah, it starts there. And then once you get to like, I guess like a higher threshold, I think throughout time, because um, you have more competition and there's more uh, people like learning about mm-hmm. the social media stuff, obviously like the bar is set higher to where like brands will, you know, reach out to people with, with a higher following or, you know, this well, I'm not talking about brands even yet. I'm just mm-hmm. talking about in terms of just people seeing your content. Like we're going to get all about the brands. Oh, okay. so the brands is a big part of this mm-hmm. podcast, but I just, my point was more that there comes a point I feel like on Instagram or Facebook with it, to your point, you were saying this, that it becomes, you got to boost your post or you got to pay some kind of, you know, ad, ad spend to get your actual audience to see your stuff, as opposed to like TikTok, where you said, if you make a viral video, they just push it out. So I was wondering if you knew, if there's like a number that happens in the Instagram world that like, um, that's when they start saying, aha, not as, I mean, from, from what I know, I have no, I, I'm not really sure about that. I mean, I just know that it's like, I just know that Instagram is one of the hardest places to grow. Yeah. I mean, they, they did add the, the reels, which is kind of like a TikTok kind of competitor that like adds a, a reachability thing. So that right. has helped. Um, and that's actually how I started growing on Instagram again from reels alone. Right. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, I, I'm it's still know. just yeah. a pay. Yeah. I'm just asking. Oh, that was more of a curiosity <laughs> question more than anything. But, Got you. Uh, it, well, you said something also about viral. If you have a viral video, then they push it out. Mm-hmm. Now, Yes, but how do you make a viral video? Like, is there like some kind of like strategy behind making one, um, or is it kind of random? Like, what um, is, what's what, what it's goes a, into it? It's a mixture of both. I would say it depends because every person is different. So everything, um, there's always something that works for someone else that doesn't work for someone else. Right. You know. Yeah. So there's always like the base core things of like, okay, what's what's relatable, what's funny what's talented those are the things that people can control because like you know that's those are the things that people enjoy watching right um but then it goes down to the person that also does it whether it's like the looks or the style or how they shoot things it's it's super it's not like a one two three step process where i can just tell everyone it and then they all go viral right you know or you know it's, it's the same thing with with honestly anything in life so um it's really it's really just trying to figure out what makes you happy what 
you're passionate about and what you're good at and kind of combining all those things and then adding you know um understanding how to story tell well or 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 have uh add comedy into things it's kind of just an all a blend in everything and then of course with trends with with sounds um relatability again it's it kind of it's everything combined into one i got that okay. yeah yeah so then we're now we're on, now you're on tiktok and you know you make your first viral video i mean i actually i should say something else do you feel like because you were a dancer you are a dancer mm -hmm. and there's a lot of dancers what was it about your dancing that you think that or something about you that kind of like kind of hit and just kind of just took off i i figured uh, so yeah, it's super important to like when you when you get into the space of like having a lot of other competition The main thing is figuring out how you can differentiate yourself between everyone else mm -hmm. and for me at first it was um It was making viral videos in public a lot of people didn't do public videos I did my first videos in like Walmart going on counters dancing on there then dancing in the malls like all that stuff I, I was like one of the people that really pushed and started that and um and I mean, I'm, I'm positive other people have done it before, but uh, I, I definitely pushed that motive in TikTok. And uh, that's what really got my first, I guess, like giant push uh, of like following and everything. How, how many uh, views did you get in your first viral video? Um, it, was, it, was, it was a fluctuation. I mean, when I hopped back onto TikTok, it was like the first week of me doing the videos, I was hitting like maybe one mil to three mil some videos hit nine million and back then tiktok views were really really hard to get compared to now like yeah. it's, it's way easier now because there's more people but um yeah back then it was it was crazy so i i saw those numbers and i was like okay i'm not getting these views anywhere else like not on instagram not on youtube so i was like all right let me just double down on this and continue and yeah the the uh, concepts got crazier and crazier and um i i just kind of built off of that were you surprised yourself when you saw these numbers just i was i was like Oh my god this is finally happening because the thing is that um in 2015 i started social media and around 2016 is where i got my first viral video where it kind of boosted my like social media presence right. like for the first time and i was like oh, okay it's finally working you know it paid off and i was like cool i had like a hundred thousand followers i and by that first year i had two hundred fifty thousand, i think on, on instagram and then from 2016 to 20 to the beginning of 2019 for the next like three four years I didn't grow higher than that. It was actually, it started dwindling. So by the last, by the beginning of 2019, I had like maybe 210,000 followers. So throughout the time, I didn't get any other like jump in anything. It was always like kind of going slowly down, but my content as a creator, I got better at making, you know, videos, right. but it was because of the algorithm and how everything was happening. So when I did get my first videos on TikTok that went viral, um, that's when I was like, oh my gosh, okay. Is paying off like this is worth it now like you know this is finally like all the years weren't for nothing type of thing. right yeah. wow okay so that's crazy so you that's amazing so then what you said you got better at making the content like mm -hmm. how so just practice that you kind yeah of just kept on experimentation going. figuring out what works uh, uh for yourself or for your audience um trying different concepts i was doing things from skits to dance videos to concept videos on youtube and um it was it was kind of like a, a full range of everything so do you, so then let's see, so when, so when did you start, you say you started getting brand deals? Cause that was my, that was the question I was going to say to you, because how do you, now you have this big audience and how do you monetize and build a brand and mm -hmm. all these things. But you were saying you were getting brand deals when you had like 50,000. Yeah. You, you know, I, it was, it was more, it was less of brand deals, but more of like artist deals. Yeah. Like, like, right. like, Collaborations. like labels would, would reach out to me and be like, Hey, we'll pay you X amount of dollars for like a 15 second dance video. Right. which are you know labels and, and brands are a little bit different in that right. sense how much were they going to give you instead of um when i first started yeah. i was like hey i'll do i'll do a 15 second dance video for 15 dollars wow. and in my head in my head you know at 15 16 years old yeah i was like i was like that's a dollar a second like <laughs> no one else is doing this people are doing 16 dollars an hour i'm doing it one second so i was like insane exactly. so i was super hyped about that and then you know as i grow i started growing um those rates you know started doubling tripling and they just kind of like continued as as i started growing more okay so then what was your really your first big brand deal i don't remember i'm not gonna lie you don't remember i don't <laughs> you, oh my gosh do you know how many followers or how much how, how big you were at that time when you first got like the call or... so so the thing is is that like with my social media 
majority of of my success came from the last two years like with tiktok right because before TikTok. tiktok i had 200 400 followers on like right. instagram and and that was really where all of my you know like my brand deals started after tiktok so like majority before it it was like i couldn't really have a sustainable living i was right. still living with my parents i mean i still do obviously but <laughs> yeah. i wasn't really paying rent the way i was now you know the income was completely different so um yeah it all kind of happened all at once more than like slowly right you know, well then to be sustainable you basically built your tiktok uh brand and everything in like two years basically yeah you went from like not zero but what were you like, I, yeah, I, like from from musically i grew it up to six hundred thousand. So and from six hundred thousand, you went to 50 million yeah in two years yeah and completely organic mm -hmm. like no like that is insane <laughs> oh my gosh okay so can I even ask you, like, what are, what, how, if I was uh, a brand, if I, how much would, if I said, hey, Michael, I want you to help me promote, you know, my, you know, shoe line, mm -hmm. how much would you charge me? Um, I mean, it depends on how, how big the ask is. I think it's based off of like the, the, um, the ask of like the creative, how much time it would take for me and how many posts they would want, uh, what platforms, but it would, it would be in the higher range of like, um, the tens to like the hundred so like around that one area. post how much would be one post let's just start with basics uh basics i mean for for someone of, of my caliber and like in the top like 10 of like tiktok typically all of us charge around the same which is around i'd say anywhere from like lowest 20 to like up to 100 so it depends just for one post and that yeah. doesn't even mean a campaign that's just like one post yeah it, it, it ranges we there'll, there'll be brand deals that, that will take that that is in the lower range depending on how much we love the brand or you know something that would be asked for way more then it'll be up higher wow yeah so let's get we'll get into that in a second let's just talk still about how about building a brand right mm -hmm. so you're saying you know kind of having your passion obviously liking what you're doing right so other than that, we're, and also like you said, you, you actually hit on this, like just because something works for you won't work for me, right? Yeah. So a lot of it's trial and error, but is there something to be said, is what part of luck comes into it, right? Because I know people who try like their ass off all day and they can't get, can't get arrested. I mean, I, for me, it's like luck is like, it, uh, I mean, there, there's this one saying of like how, cause, cause like luck plays some part in it, of right. course. The, I mean, everyone's different. So like, there's different things that happen for other people that doesn't happen for right. other, you know. So um, I I think that if you try something a hundred different ways, you're gonna have a higher chance or or you'll be luckier than someone who's trying you know to get big one way and, and constantly doing the same thing that one way. Right. If if you're if you're constantly diversifying and you're constantly growing. I feel like your luck percentage grows higher. Right. If that makes sense. Luck kind of turns into, op you make your own opportunity. Exactly. Of, yeah. 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 yeah it's exactly. an opportunity and luck meet or whatever that saying. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, right. Right. I know what you're trying to say. So then you're still at this point, you were living in, when did you move to LA? You just moved here, right? Um, May of 2020. Okay. So you were living in Miami this whole time? West Palm. West yeah. Palm. Oh, I love it there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Do you like it here? Yeah, I mean, it's nice, except for, you know, taxes. And yeah, stuff, I was so. going to say, this is the wrong time to be moving in. <laughs> I think you should be moving back to West Palm. Yeah, no, I actually I'm actually bought a house. It, no, I bought a house a few months ago, so I will be moving back by next year. Oh, you will be? Yeah. Oh, good, okay. And then how, because it's like a family affair right now, right? Like your whole family now is involved with all of this. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that and how that yeah. happened? So and I moved out here um, in May with a few of other, um, a few other people that live in the house and we we're just kind of like friends at the time and i was like oh like we'll split what kind of rent house? just like a regular yeah it's a regular house like all these tick there are tiktok houses right mm -hmm. yeah i at first just wanted it to be a house with friends and okay. it eventually became a brand that i didn't necessarily like want to continue and then things happened kicked everyone out and then i moved my family in with me and then that's when i like really wanted to crack down on like all right mom like quit your business because she she actually had like a nail salon she was like a you know she she worked uh um she ran that like 24 7 and, and i told her to stop it move the whole family out and that makes sense because your mom has nice nails i was going to say something when she walked <laughs> in and i was like those are nice nails. <laughs> and you don't have the nail salon anymore mom no. oh god too bad i, I noticed it from outside <laughs> that's so funny 
Okay, sorry. Go ahead. I didn't so, mean to interrupt you. No, it's all good. Um, so yeah, so moved them out there, and and I, I was like, all right, this is this makes more sense. Like, it's a it's a more PG brand. I'm I'm able to spend more time with my family, create content with them, and um, kind of give them an opportunity that like you know a lot of people don't have. Like social media, just is is something that I feel like a lot of people take for granted. That like I didn't want to just have. Um, like kind of go away because i have yeah. no idea how long the social media thing could last exactly. or, or you know how long it would be as easy as it was you know right because it was already happening for me so i was like might as well give this opportunity for them and if they want to continue it they're able to and this and that so no that's really smart so you basically your so your mom um your brother how old is your brother uh six and four you have two brothers yeah jonathan six and then my little one is four and there's two, so you guys all have your separate channels. Do you have a family channel? Then so too? now, so actually my little brother, Jonathan, he was the one that had 10 million followers and then TikTok banned his account because- Really? Um, yeah. the, is that a four-year-old? No, the six-year-old. The six-year-old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had 10 he's, million followers. Yeah, he had 10 million. I grew it up to that and then we lost it because he was too young. He yeah. couldn't have his own account. It was like some rules. Really? With this, what is this, that? What's the rule on that? It's, it's like you have to be 13 years or older to own a TikTok account and stuff like that. So like all the, so like there's no other like kid accounts on TikTok. The only ones that are bigger, they're like with their dad or like it's a family. Oh. So I have the Schlub family TikTok account, okay. but I don't have like individual like little ones. So what happened to those 10 million followers? Just Gone? Disappeared. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. No, wow. Tiffany and I have our separate. My mom has one because she's obviously older. My sister has one because she's, you know, she's older. So. How old is your sister? She is. 14. 14? Yeah, you may be sure. So how many followers does your, does your sister have? How much she have? Like three million? Two million? Three. Three. three million? Around three million. Yeah, yeah, And your mom. Mom, how many do you have? Two? Five. Five? Okay. Really? Wow. Okay, so this is amazing. So then, like, because you were saying, this is... Amazing. So then basically, um, do you have, when did you start getting, besides your team that you have with your family, because now you're a business, correct? Mm -hmm. Like now, like at what point did, did people start knocking on your door? Like, hey, Michael, can I represent you? Do you have an agent, a manager? How does um, it work on that side? I would say, I would say like people started catching on a little bit late with TikTok, especially with brands and especially with managers. But I mean, for me, I was like, I'd say like in the first, First half a year. That's, at, at what point, how many were you up to by that point? So, uh, maybe like eight to 10 mil, I'd say. So it took, you were about eight, eight to 10 million until some, a bunch, like a manager or an agent, who, who, who kind of approached you first? They all kind of approached at the at same, same time. time. Yeah. Because I think people started realizing at the same time then, you know, how word of mouth gets is like, oh, yeah. And that's what, so do you have an agent or a manager? Also, uh, yeah, I have a management now. So my mom runs it with uh, two other people of mine and uh, we just have like a, a, a full like team. How many people are on the team? Um, In the management side, three. Three people? Yeah. So then when you do content now, do you have a, like a creative team that help you or you just kind of think of everything yourself? Mainly or, myself. Because they're I such have, short videos. Yeah, I have, I have friends that like, and, and some of my team, we kind of brainstorm, but majority of it is typically, um, I, I typically do everything. Really? And so yeah. how do you kind of keep it? Do you feel like it, is it, do you feel like it stagnates sometimes? Like what's, what kind of keeps it growing? Like what's um, it to stop it from going from 50 change. to 100? Yeah, yeah it, it's constantly just evolving and figuring out what you can do to make people like still be interested in you. If you do the same things over and over, I feel like you get kind of bored yeah. watching the same things. So, I mean, right now I'm in my process of going into my next phase of like content and, and my look and stuff. Cause like, you know, everyone knows me for my, my, my videos, for my family, and I have right. a beanie and glasses. I just completely changed my look now. And then now I'm like going into this more like, all right, let me get back into my talent side of things and, and more personality and stuff like that. So it's constantly just changing. I think people enjoy seeing like you grow as a person and, and kind of like adapt with yeah. like times and stuff. So yeah, it's just doing that and then as long as you're, you know, you're, you're, you're enjoying yourself and, and through the content, you can see like happiness or fun or, you know, entertainment. Yeah. I, think, I think that's really all that matters for that. Well, it's interesting because you did look different. You had, I, the videos I saw of you, you had the glasses yeah, on yeah, yeah. Right, and all that stuff too and the beanie. And then the other thing I found interesting, well, a lot of things I found interesting, but you know, I didn't see so much dancing on the videos. Like yeah. I saw that you kind of stopped doing more of the dancing stuff. Mm -hmm. 
which by the way, I love the dancing videos. Like I get that. I get why people would want to watch that stuff, right? Because it's like super, like, that's something that people can aspire, they can practice, they can mm -hmm. do all those things. And I thought TikTok really was about at the beginning, well, you know, that I know of, doing those little dancey dances. Now I feel like everyone's on TikTok doing fitness stuff or business excerpts or whatever. Yeah, it, it, like, it definitely grew from dancing. And then now from back then, it, it's definitely got way more accepting in terms of like what content's allowed on there and stuff like that. So it's a, it's way more open. And, and yeah, with the content for me, I, I definitely slowed that down because like I was getting more into like, entertainment or skits and stuff like that just want i just wanted to kind of test out what i could do and i did kind of like steer away from dancing not even trying to it just kind of happened because i started having less time right um but yeah that's something i'm getting back into definitely so then what is by the way we talked you said this something earlier at the club are we talking about the clubhouse houses mm -hmm. so what is that like is it because like there the, are people living in these clubhouses. There's like TikTok, TikTok like, houses. Sorry, yeah, yeah. TikTok houses. There's also clubhouse houses. Yeah. <laughs> the TikTok. Let's think of the TikTok. Um, what are those? Um, I mean, basically, it's just like uh, these management companies will, will get this like massive mega mansion. They'll get these, you know, TikTokers that they feel like is a good investment to, you know, bid on. Basically, they'll group them together. They'll make this like kind of brand together, and then. Um, I guess they'll reap rewards based off of like the brand deals they get, stuff mm. like that. And, and I think the main ones, honestly, that are gonna stick around is just the main two, like Sway House and Hype House. Like those are the established, like yeah. first houses that have like the main creators. I, I think a lot, um, I mean, I don't know now, but I mean, I know that they there's like constantly houses being made like every month now. Wow. So, I mean, I don't know how successful they are. Uh, right. I, I know that they constantly change, but uh, that's that's kind of just how, like, yeah, that little thing goes. Can you walk, like, pretend, like, pretend like I'm like a total like idiot this stuff because I kind of am. <laughs> so like, here, so some somebody comes up with this idea. Let's create a TikTok house, and mm -hmm. they reach out to ten TikTokers, yeah, and say what to these TikTokers. Hey, TikTokers, come live in this um, house. We're gonna pay you rent. Yeah, we'll pay your rent. We'll, you know, this and that. Uh, we'll, we have X amount of rules, and um, you have to make three TikToks a day, and you have to tag the house page, and you have to do this, and you get split revenue of whatever brand deals we bring to you. And then if you find a brand deal, do you have to pay them the revenues? I'm well? not sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna assume yeah. that any brand deals that go to them, they split. I'm gonna really? your, your mom's I don't think so. no? no they get to that's, keep that's their the own point. that's the point is so you live in the place for free because the tiktokers are living in there and then the house for them to make the profit back they you're living for free for that so, i don't think you make that much i just said they split the no they so should, we're saying if, if the tiktoker makes yes. a deal with nike that's what that's do they have to pay the, that's what Mike bought the house though. Right. Now everyone's talking away from Mike. Mike. <laughs> Sorry. Funnily enough, I, I think, you, okay, so my camera guy is a TikToker. He's got three million, mm -hmm. uh, but he's doing all sorts of other stuff and he lives in the house. So what did you say the house is? Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Do they take a, a percentage yeah. of you if you bought it yourself? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so it's, I think it's different throughout the houses, but typically it's going to be something where like free rent. You get all these amenities, this and that, but we'll cut, we'll take a percentage of brand deals. Right. Yeah, that's right, like right, their right. investment, return on investment. Are there Instagram homes and Snapchat houses? Or, I don't believe so. Right. Then why, why TikTok? Is because it TikTok easiest? has the most reachability. Yeah. You can't really grow to Instagram house and get like a page to grow because there's nothing, unless it's like a real house and an Instagram real house, that's, that's a possibility or a YouTube shorts house. But I mean, right now it's, it's still everyone's finally getting onto TikTok now. I think that's still early stages for the other platforms. It's interesting that you say that because I feel like, you know, when, you know, you're too young for this, but um, when I was on Facebook, okay, years oh, ago. <laughs> you have Facebook? Oh God, okay. But when, when people's parents started to get on Facebook, it became kind of like the uncool thing. And that's when people kind of jump ship to like Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. Now I feel like I thought the same with Instagram. Like, oh my God, if I'm on Instagram, then that means nobody wants to be on Instagram. No, no. Instagram, Instagram is definitely uh, like Instagram, uh, YouTube, TikTok. Those are the three main, I'd say, for like this generation of like the kids. Right, but then yeah. now, if, then if you start seeing people like my, if you see people in their forties on TikTok, doesn't that kind of like mean that it's jumped the shark a bit and now it's uh -huh. on to the next thing? 
I don't, I think because there's no thing that's newer than Instagram yet, I, it hasn't happened yet, but Instagram is still, I think, I, I think it's still one of the, the, the serious platforms that people are taking shit. Like if you had 10 million on TikTok compared to Instagram, I think people would take the Instagram 10 million followers more seriously than TikTok. You're right. Why is that? Just because it's more established of a, a platform. Of a platform? Yeah. What about Snapchat? I heard Snapchat's making a huge resurgence right now. Is that true? Uh, I have no idea. I'm, I'm in a cave. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Really? Yeah. You don't know this? I don't. You, you're crushing on Snapchat. Are you kidding me? I know, I know, I know. Unless but, Instagram's paying you some other side deal, you should be going on Snapchat too. Yeah, I think it's just a weather of like, it's time. I mean, yeah. the, it, it really depends. Like, I, I, I like hopping on things when it's like not already popped off, but like when I know it works. Like, I, right yeah. now, it's like a really, it's an investment in my time of like, okay, what's worth my time right now? If it's something that like I can try out, but like, I don't have enough time to put into that. Yeah, I, I just won't. Cause yeah, I have I have to run my I have two YouTube channels I have to run. I've like run three TikTok channels on top of Instagram. Are you running all of this? So t- yeah, break it down. Tell yeah. me exactly how, what is in the day in the life of you. Mm-hmm. What are you running? And give me your platforms. So I'm. I'm actually planning out my schedule right now again because like I'm trying to balance myself out because I became such a like a workaholic to where like I've focused all of my attention onto one thing and then like I forget other things of like that like you know like like what success really means to me whether it's just like is it all business is it like relationship friends family like being able to just appreciate life sometimes too you know mm-hmm. like I'm trying to balance myself out again with that. Also, fitness, of course. Right. Um, no, I, I didn't know that. Really. <laughs> I mean, you have dancing, which is a huge fitness. Of yeah. Course. Are you doing it for the fitness purpose, or are you doing it because you love creativity and you love to kind of express yourself? That I way? love it all. Oh, I, lo- I love feeling fit. Like I just because of the boxing thing that I just recently yeah, did. Yeah, I know. My that. my fitness journey has like kicked off, and like I love the new body I have. I love like just the process of everything. So that's something I'm gonna continue. Um, now you're speaking my language. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, yeah, I like that. Okay. But um, but yeah, it's just uh, it's just a balance of like, I think like this week I have three days set aside for TikTok days. So like I'll have to make like X amount of videos in those days for uh, my channel or my mom. She needs some videos for her or you know the Shalot family channel or even my sister. So like we kind of just like divvy it up from there. Um, and then I need probably one or two days for YouTube days. So I'll have a day scheduled for um, recording YouTube for my channel, my gaming channel, or my little brother's channel. So- How many videos you make? Like how many videos will you make for um, TikTok a week? It, it, it fluctuates. I mean, I haven't made a lot recently because of the whole boxing, the boxing thing. I haven't had a lot of time, but before that I used to, I'd say post like anywhere from four minimum to like 10 a week. Wow. So, it, I mean, I used to make four a day. I mean, it was, it, it, but now like I'm putting more effort into the videos to where like it takes longer to make a viral video for me. Right. And then it would, that means I would make less. So it, it, it kind of like, you know, depends. And YouTube's a whole other animal altogether, right? Yeah. So what are you trying to do on YouTube that you're not doing on TikTok? Uh, I mean, it's just longer platform. It's right. a longer video thing. So I would make skits. I would make um, these like vlog-ish challenge videos. And um, I kind of like, it's kind of whatever I really want, honestly. So like my last video I, was, I did was uh, say yes to my little brother for 24 hours. So we did like this elaborate skit. And you think of, of all this stuff? Yeah. You do? Yeah. No help. No one says, hey, Michael, here's a 20 you know, things you can do tomorrow <laughs> or next week? Um, Not really. I mean, oh. I'll have some people like throw ideas out at me, but uh, I'll kind of pick and choose. I'll, I'll look at other YouTubers, get inspiration from right. them as well, you know? So that's kind of how it works. And then, um, yeah, it'll take me like a few hours to kind of like write a script for the whole video and then we'll just record it and edit it. Wow. Now, so that's a lot. So you, 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 have, to, you have to think and you got to think of a lot of different concepts. It's a lot of mental, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. yeah. No, it's, it's definitely a, a lot stressful than than some people think. Cause, cause I could make. Cause again, with the whole concept of like certain things work for certain people. Right. I can't just record myself on a, a phone and just expect ten million views. Like for me, right. like I have to add concepts. I have to add viral factors that make me different. That people are like, oh, let me watch this again. You know. Like, I don't know, right. I just feel like there's a lot of different factors that, that come into things like that. And for me, I have to, it's, it comes down to creativity and the content itself, not really just me. Like, so what are your factors that you have to add for yourself? It's the factors of, um, 
I mean, it's every little thing. Whether it comes to lighting, it comes to outfits, it comes to colors, it comes to um, composition of the videos, uh, little viral factors of like not expecting this to happen or a skit happening. Um, the talent if everyone's like super in sync. Like there's just so, it, it really depends on the video, but yeah. every video has different factors I have to kind of brainstorm and think about to make it like, okay, is this going to be really enjoyable for like a random person to watch? And if it is, it will hit 10 all the way to 50 million views. And if it's an end video, it'll hit like one to two million views. And then I'll, you know, I'll just continue from there. Because you, you just said something I didn't realize. So you're creating the videos for your for your family too. You're thinking of the concepts for your brother, your sister, your mom. Yeah. And then you're also doing that on the on YouTube. Yeah. And so you people monetize, and you can explain this. How is the monetization different from YouTube to TikTok? Um, YouTube, I would say you get money, you get way more money than TikTok in terms of from what the platform provides. Mm -hmm. So like with YouTube ads, you'll make more money from mm -hmm. there, but compared to TikTok. But on the brand deal side of things, in my opinion, I mean, I have way more followers on TikTok compared to YouTube, so it's a little harder to kind of gauge it. But um, I think I make, I mean, I, I make way more money than TikTok on TikTok than YouTube, right? Because of the brand deals, right? Because your following is so big on that mm -hmm. too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to get back to the beach with America's favorite vacation company, Apple Vacations. Book your summer getaway with confidence and enjoy a one-stop vacation shop filled with exceptional values, personalized service, and so much more. With popular destinations like Mexico, the Caribbean, Central America, Hawaii, and the continental U.S., there's a sun-splash option for everyone. Each all-inclusive Apple Vacations package includes round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, all meals, drinks, entertainment, and tips. Non-stop transfers are also included at no additional cost at select hotels. And for a limited time, you can take $75 off your stay at Ibero Star Hotel and Resorts with promo code SUN75. Don't wait. Go to applevacation.com slash habits dash hustle to get the steal of a deal to your favorite Ibero Star Hotel and Resorts today. Who are some of the brands that you work with? Like, who are some of your partners? Um, I've worked with, I mean, a lot. I mean, Blackwater is one of them now. You know, I've worked BLK? With, yeah, yeah, BLK. I call it uh, BLK. <laughs> you can call it Blackwater. Yeah, I've worked, I've been working with Bang Energy uh, for a long time, actually, too. Uh, they're actually one of the first people I worked with um, back in 2016, actually. Um, I've worked with brands like Walmart. Um, I've done this soap. I forgot which soap it was. You're looking around here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dial. Like what kind of dial? Um, dial? I mean, which which soap company? I don't know the soap, but I can list them. Which soap yeah. company did I work with again? Safeguard. Safeguard. Oh, Safeguard. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that one. Um, I worked with Tums. I mean, it's, oh my God, it's so all those, over. Which what was your? You don't have to tell me the company. You could if you want. But what was your biggest deal that you got that you were like, what? Like the biggest? Invisalign. Uh, Invisalign. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're wearing it right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm currently doing that. But besides, I mean, you're not the kind of person now that's only going to do a Invisalign by wearing their product for free. That's you want to want some like money behind it. Yeah. So how yeah, much money are we talking on something like that? A couple hundred. Wow. And then that goes for how long? That's the whole time you wear it. Um, it depends. No, yeah. I, I would say it, it, it for this one, it, it's like a yearly thing or it's a year thing so it's like throughout the month so it's like way more ass it's not just like a, oh i want to post one video and then all the money is there it's kind of like a, i have to post like x amount of tiktoks x amount of instagram stuff like that so consistently yeah exactly right and you and, and then you're wearing them as well for the next how long do you have to wear those for um this is like a year thing i'm like i'm i'm on like a week I'm on, I have like 27 um, aligners to switch out from. I wow. think I'm on aligner six or seven. Oh, your teeth yeah. are good though. Thank yeah, you. they're working at least. Uh, <laughs> Tums is, is your biggest one. Who is, is it? Tums. Tums. your biggest one because you only had two one post. Yes, but. Oh, okay. What is it? So that's, okay. Tums, Invisalign. I'm good with both. So what, <laughs> what, how much would Tums give you for one post? Um, we did, how many posts was that one? It was technically three, but we only had to post one. 
So really? so yeah, so they made me post three, and two of them were to kind of promote something, but I I could delete the two, so it was technically one. Oh wow! And then I did a live, and I did that one for around the over a hundred. Just for one post and one live, you get a yeah. hundred grand. I, I God, that's great for Ambassador. I, I have I think I think I have heart for. Can I sign? Is there? Do they want someone like me on board? I mean, I can be in a video with you. That's amazing money, though. I mean, you can make you can make a killing. So like. What would be it's been two years? Mm -hmm. uh, like, are, we, are you making like ten million a year from just TikTok? I wish. It oh, sounds man. like you would be. If you're I making a hundred grand for each. I mean, little... it's it's so that's the thing. Every tick, every every brand deal is different. It's not like every brand goes over a hundred k. You know, so right. it's like those one offs or those you know some. But typically, it's, it's in a lower range, so it kind of ranges. I'd say so far, I've, I mean, in general, I could have probably made around like two to four. Right, mill and and combined of everything. And you're and you're like you're like 21 years old. Yeah. Can, did you ever like even your wildest dream? Even if you believe in yourself and you think you can do it, and you're and you're you have an extraordinary mindset. Did you ever think you know two years ago that you're going to be sitting doing make, you know making this kind of money, doing this um, kind of stuff? I would say I I yes and no. Not I would say yes like eventually, but not this fast. I didn't think it was going to happen. Right. Fast. And then, like, well, who's your audience? Was it is it fifty percent male? Is it mostly male? It's half and half. It's 50-50? Yeah. What's the age bracket? That, Young kids, yeah. their kids, like like anywhere from like eight to like fifteen. And oh wow, eight years old. Yeah, you know I mean, what? I've, yeah, I've had kid kids come up to me. I'm sure you I mean, have. It's so cute, but yeah, they're yeah. Because I was gonna say I was at a pool party yesterday for my little. Eight, I have an eight year old and a six year old. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and they were like, do they were like watching TikTok? I'm like, why are you guys watching? Like, you're like this. This kid was like, I think nine or ten. I'm like, mm -hmm. what are you doing watching TikTok? <laughs> like, how do you know what TikTok is? Yeah. And I'm like, I have a TikTok person coming on my podcast tomorrow, and they're like, who, who? And I told them, they're like, oh, I love him. <laughs> I, I follow him. I'm like, you're nine. How do you even have a phone to even follow this? Child? Yeah, that's I mean, crazy. It's it, so I mean, crazy. even my little brother, who's four, he, he, they, they know how to get into phones, they know how to go onto YouTube and they're like, no, I don't want YouTube kids, I want YouTube. You know, yeah, they, exactly. They don't watch like- They don't want YouTube kids. Yeah, I know, yeah. they're, they're, they're into it all. They're not into, exactly. They're not into the, the kids version <laughs> yeah, of it yeah. at all. Um, and then, so, cause I, 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 was looking at, I wanted to ask you like, so if you had 50 million, when you have 50 million on a platform like a TikTok, mm -hmm. um, and you know, it doesn't necessarily convert onto a different, like I know that just because you're 50 on one, I would imagine some of the, most of that audience would follow you on, not just you, but I think in it, general, it, it, it really depends because for me, a lot of them are kids. So that means that like, they don't have access, they don't have access for Instagram. Right. So like some people that would, are having an older audience, it's easier for them to convert mm, right. uh, followers. So for me, that's why like adjusting my brand to be able to be likable to the teenagers, to the adults, that, that's that's currently what I'm doing right now. Right. So that's kind of like my game plan of, of how to like kind of adjust and fix that. Right. Problem. Do the dancing more, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, no, I'm definitely, definitely getting back into all that. That to me is like a no brainer because <laughs> like people my age are like looking at these dancing things. And then, so what, so I've got so many questions for you, but <laughs> so the, what else in terms of like, I understand you're a content creator, you're creating so much content and I didn't even realize how much you're doing for like a family as well, which just adds up the hours that you're spending. Mm -hmm. Are there any other like ancillary businesses that you are doing because of your fame now with Instagram? I'm um, with that TikTok. Um, like just other like other business ventures. Like yeah, you know, I create your own you know line of clothing. Or yeah, whatever. like I'm I, like the, a big thing that I wanted to do now for this year or next year coming up is like create like a really really nice like urban street brand like clothing brand right like that's something that i really like i love fashion i can see you've got nice fashion stuff thank you, thank so, I'm, so I'm super in love with that and i want to kind of like take my time to make sure that i if i do something i do it right and i you know i have something i'm passionate for um that is something that's coming out uh i'm working with the brand to come out with like different um little like tech and gadgets to be in like walmart or target those are another things. Uh, I love the crypto space. I love the you know NFT space. I'm working with Cybertino on NFT stuff. Um, and then you are doing a lot. Can you talk a little bit about what you're doing and how you are branching out into mm -hmm. that stuff? So let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, uh, with Cybertino, obviously the NFT space is growing um, like every single day. It's crazy. And, uh, 
and they're they're trying to kind of work it to where like creators can you know promote and sell nfts and that's something i haven't started that yet but um that's something that i'm starting soon um what else you have a podcast and you have a tv show don't you or a yeah, show? yeah yeah so we, we, we were able to do a, a facebook show facebook um i think it was brats tv reached out and they wanted to do like a a 12 was it 12 episodes or 13? 11 episodes so we did 11 episodes for that um it's gonna come out on facebook and instagram um and okay. that that was one of, that was more like a one-off but once uh depending on how well it does if we do a season two or not that's something that's kind of that we finished um we did we are starting a podcast in a few months uh with spotify one right so that's gonna be really cool what kind of who start when you say we is it your family me and my mom oh really and what yeah. are you guys going to talk about I mean life stuff. I I, I want to. Uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna. It's gonna have different segments, but it's gonna be me and her rifting, kind of like keeping up with like what's happening, and then inviting and have interviewing a guest and talking about their process from like start to finish. What what makes them different? Kind of like inspirational stuff. I think, right. Yeah. Do they come to you, Spotify, or yeah, yeah? yeah. They, did they give you a concept, or they just say, "Hey, we want to do a podcast"? Um, they're only going to certain people, like yeah. Rogan got a deal mm-hmm. you know. they they gave me some concepts but they honestly you know it's, they wanted it to kind of be something that resonated with me so mm-hmm. i kind of started the concept we kind of bounced off back and forth and uh we're kind of able to configure something they gave me like a, a guideline of what uh what to talk about mm-hmm. you know how how long each second is going to be this and that and that's pretty much yeah they did all the hard stuff yeah so. <laughs> no 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 but that's great you got it so when does that come out though does that um, come out soon? October. October. Yeah. So that's gonna be later in the year. Oh wow. Okay. So you have a lot. You have a lot of stuff that you're doing. Like you're. You seem to be a very busy person. Definitely. Um. And like. So I feel like I'm missing a bunch of questions that I had for you because I. You know. I. I wanted to make sure that I follow all the stuff I asked you about monetization. Do you think it's easier for people um, to always have a niche, or is it better to have more? Way easier. Right. Right. Yeah. Way easier. I mean, in the beginning, if you, you haven't started anything with your, your, your social media, I think it's important to um, experiment, do something that, you know, you, you don't know what you're known for. So experiment, do whatever you can to be like cooking, try some cooking, be like dancing, try some of this, you know, and then from there you can gauge, okay, this is what I enjoy making. This is what does the best. And then from there you can kind of figure it out. But once you understand like what you make, it's easier to, um, to be consistent with it and, and to kind of like continue with that. So for me, like obviously the dancing, I'm a dancer. So like, okay, I'm gonna make dance videos. So I, I have like a, 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 a set like idea in mind. And then from there I'll be able to build it out. But if you don't have any like niche about you, then it is a little harder to be consistent. Right. Cause like then people are gonna follow you and be like, okay, what am I following you for? Right. You know? Well, they also want to know what they're coming to you for, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they want, exactly. and you want to have some valuable content as opposed to just like random all the time that just doesn't really give people anything. Yeah. But then I guess if you have a young, young audience, they just want to be entertained too, right? Like eight, nine, ten, year, ten years old, they mm-hmm. want to just be entertained. Um, now, how about in terms of like your future? Like you said yourself, you don't know how long this is going to last. So you're building a really good foundation. Like in 10 years from now, or because you're so young, I'd say five if you were, you know, a grown up, but you know, 10 years, um, what would you, what would you see yourself doing? What would you like to be doing? Um, as long as I'm like financially like free, like I, if, if I can just, I mean, like eventually in 10 years, I don't want this to be a job necessarily. I want this to be something where I've grown so much to where like I've invested in tons of real estate. I'm in all these different, you know, business ventures to where like, okay, I grew from this, but like now I can do it for a passion and do whatever I want. And then if I want to stop and disappear from the face of the earth, I'll be able to do that. So what, like what, so you are investing your money then? Yeah. I was going to say, you're not one of these people who is going to be spending everything that you make right now. No, not at all. I mean, I can't, I mean, I tried, I, I, I mean, just too much money to spend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'll get like these knickknacks, like I'll get like a flamethrower, I'll buy some clothes and that would be like, and I got a, I got a, go, a go-kart, but like that's all under $10,000. Right. I mean, you know, like now I'm like- You bought a house though. Yeah, I bought a house. Right. I'm, I'm still, you know, investing into that. Um, cryptocurrency, super smart, real estate, um, reach, using my platform to reach out to like high, high net worth individuals to like have them teach me, you know, what they're doing um oh like mentors yeah i was exactly. gonna say i was actually gonna ask you on my list do you have any mentors yeah 
You do. I do. Who are your mentors? Um, I have a. F- I mean, I do and I don't because I'm 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 figuring out. I'm basically just reaching out to people that are successful in their in their lane, whether it's like investing in Airbnbs or real estate or cryptocurrency or forex, all of those different things. And um, I, I'm basically like hearing what their process is and, and what their schedule looks like to see like if I can even fit that into my schedule or if I can you know do that in the future. Um, but I have connections that could be. I, I say I I have potential. Um, mm-hmm. mentors but I don't potential have potential mentors yeah who's your potential mentors I um, mean I have a few I have a few friends in, in, in Florida uh, Q and Ryan they're they're forex traders but they have like a, a high high like uh, community with like with real estate yeah. with um, with crypto all that stuff and um, those are the people I stay <clears throat> closest to right now right who like what's the best advice you've been given to date about all of this um I mean, it's it's like the advice I've heard from like podcast. I mean, it's just like just take risks, especially because I'm young. Like that's the that's the one thing I have advantage of that other people don't. You right. know, like the younger you are and the more like focused you are. I mean, like you can take more risk because like what else do you have to lose? You know. Right now, were you always this? That you seem like to be very disciplined and focused. Now that's not very common when you're <laughs> you know 21 years old or 20 yeah. years old. Were you always like that? Was, did you learn that from your home or how? Um, it, 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 I've had like a lot of different things that I've learned from. I mean, my mom and dad were always entrepreneurs, so they always were like working hard. So I, I feel like I gained that from them. And I also had um, uh, friends that I, I stuck around that they taught me the ways of life. They taught me, you know, my work ethic for school, things like that. So. I've, I mean, even the dance community, like dancing, having a passion for that really taught me to stick to something and continue at it. Right. Um, Give you the discipline. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Taught you the discipline. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was honestly from all over, from, from friends to friends, moms to, to dancing to whatever sports I was in. It, it all kind of like bundled together. Well, it does sound like you have your, it can be, and I see why, like if your head is on straight, you have like, you're very close with your family. I feel like that's probably a big piece of it too. Yeah, no, definitely. You don't seem like you're this airy fairy kind of like, you know, kid who's just, you know, (laughs) hoping for the best. You know what I mean? Like you're trying to actually, you have like some kind of like plan and you're like working towards the plan. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're thinking, so like you, do you want to be doing not this you don't want to do you, do you think it's going to be around in 10 years where do you think social media is going i think social media is going to continue for sure like i mean we're we're only at the start like for generations of influencers we're only in like what third generation is that even what we're all in Please. i think we're a third generation because the first generation was like um myspace, MySpace. that was the first gen yeah, that's then, true. My then face. second gen was YouTubers and Instagrammers and Vine. And then third gen is now YouTubers, Instagram, TikTok. So that's like, that's the, that's the current space of like influencers and, and platforms that we have right now. So we're, we're still be, really in the beginning. So you think there's still going to be companies that come along that are... Can you tell her this off? <laughs> Um, okay, you're gonna edit. You're gonna edit that part out. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know if they can even. I can just keep going. So, uh, do you think there'll be other platforms that come along that we don't even know even exist? Like next year, there's gonna be another platform. For sure. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna like continue evolving. I don't think. I don't think that we can just say like, yeah, these little platforms are just gonna last forever. I mean, we thought that. Vine was going to, I mean, I thought Vine was going to stay around, like, it was so big already. What happened, how did it, what was the demise of it? Um, I heard from a few creators, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I mean, yeah, I'm say it. Um, but apparently Vine, um, was having a deal with the top creators, like, paying them, like, a million dollars or something, and then, um, I guess, like, where it got out and certain creators didn't get the deal, and it was like a, like, you're not allowed to speak on the contract, like, NDA type of thing. And then um, uh, I guess they boycotted it. The creator started hopping off because once uh, Vine heard that you know it got around, they canceled everyone's deal, their deals or something. Um, and wow. then uh, everyone go boycott and it failed. And that's how it failed. I, I wow. yeah, that's that's from that's what I heard. So I think 
Yeah. I bet you're right. I mean, I'm sh- I, I take your word for it. What What do you think of the other one that I I've heard a little bit about, but not a ton? Doesn't sound like it's doing so well. Um, Triller. Yeah, Triller. Uh, I think they're moving into a different route now. I have no idea. I mean, it was known for like a music video esque app, like make your own little music videos by like you know compiling a whole bunch of videos together. Right. Um, but like its usability, its uh um interface wasn't necessarily as updated as other ones and it just didn't really take off as as i guess like they wanted it to wow okay so then like, like i mean i kind of talked about it a little bit but i really want to kind of like make sure i i my audience i know the monetization the building of a brand um i want to really kind of like just hone in on that for a second mm-hmm. the monetization is through these brand partnerships um to grow now, I should say, do you, have, do you need to do a lot of collaborations at your stage still with other big top, like your top 10 or top 11, whatever? Do you guys have to collaborate or you guys stay in your own lane and there's um, a competitive, like, it's very competitive now? It depends. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I do more collaborations just as a way to be more creative with content not necessarily for reachability. Right. I mean, I could. And, and of course, that's why, I'm, I, I, you know, certain people I reach out to, like, I mean, it, it, you know, collaborations are always amazing. Mm-hmm. They're always going to help you. Um, what I say is necessary. Um, if I have a structure and team around me that I can continue making content, then no. Like, I, I don't even need the numbers. I just need the right people around me and the right concepts. And, and I can make, you know, viral video is, is viral in itself, you know. Right, if you know what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm just thinking when you're talking about your brand deals and, you know, who your audience is. And you're doing these deals with, like, Tums and Invisalign. Invisalign makes sense. I'm surprised like toy companies like Mattel or Hasbro or like are not coming to you because you have that exact target audience that they mm-hmm. want, you know, or that you should develop a toy like for kids. They're watching this. I know. Like, it's like a no brainer to me. Like, I don't know. I would think just as an entrepreneur, like, it would think, like that to me is like a, a really seamless fit, right? Because mm-hmm. that is legit. Like you have 50 million kids yeah. who watch you. That's more than any Sesame Street or whatever other shows are out there that are like kid-like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Nickelodeon or whatever. Have you ever done a gaming, a game um, one like that? We've done, we've done card games. That's been a popular thing that, that has come out, card games. But like but Monopoly or any of those? No, no. I mean, if, any, if, it, if, I mean, if it takes too long, I'll just make my own. I was going to say, you should make your own. Yeah. I'll be, I'll go 50, 50. I'll, I'll, I'll be your partner. Cause like, that's like a, an audience built in right there. Yeah, right. Like definitely. I think that would be a, a, like a no brainer, mm-hmm. right. For that type of thing. Um, and then like, how about any terms of like, uh, other stuff, like a Netflix show tick for kids because of this, or, you know, they all know you, you're like a superstar for these kids. Has anyone ever approached you um, for something like that or Amazon? I don't Prime think or? yet. I think we've had, I think we have connections and, and we're just kind of like, once we have the right concept um, to do with it. And like, once the kids are ready, like if, if I want to do a family thing with them, you know, um, I'm still trying to like put them into acting classes and kind of get them ready for it. Cause it'll be easier to work with. Um, but I, yeah, I think the opportunities there, I think it's just waiting for the right time to do it. Would you ever do like World of Dance or like, so you think you can dance now that, I mean, cause it's also, you're it dancer, depends. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it depends. Um, it depends on if it makes sense with my time, if it like just, I think it's yeah, different factors. How did you do the boxing thing? Like, what was that all about? They just came to me one Who time. Who came to you? Like, give us a story. Um, it was, it was, oh, I forgot their names. What was their name? What was the guy's name? Some guy. I forgot. I don't know why. Sam. Was it Sam? Is his name Sam? I think this guy. His name was Sam, and in Austin, uh, they came to me uh, uh, months ago okay. uh, with the with the deal of like. What was the deal? Like, what, someone came to you and said, "Hey, do you want to do a boxing?" Yeah, like it was Tell like, like, like where? No, it's a bo- uh, boxing. He came to me. He was like, "Hey, do you want to be a part of this boxing match?" And I was like, "What's that? Like, you know, like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, yeah I was kind of confused because like, I've never done it before." Um, and they started talking about like how like it'd be really big because there's other influencers that's a part of the game. It'd be great for association. It's gonna be YouTubers versus TikTokers. No one's professional in this, so like it's not like you're gonna get in there and get killed or anything like that, you know. So um, everyone's in the same you know route. Uh, 
with Logan Paul and, and Jake Paul, obviously right. with them doing the boxing, it, it started getting a lot of attention. So um, this was just kind of like one of those things that like I felt like, why not take it? You know, like take risks. Right. I think it'd be cool. Um, I didn't want to like, I felt like it, it worked perfectly with like what I wanted to kind of let people know is like, no matter what people think of you or this and that, like if you want to do it, you can do it. I, I wanted to give it a try. You know, I've trained, I trained for three, four months, like completely transformed. I, I gave it my all and it was, it was like, it was a great experience, you know? So, wow. um, yeah, I did that. Uh, they told me the, if I, if the money makes sense, if the exposure makes sense, then, then I'll, I'll commit my time to it. And what was the deal anyway? What was um, the I mean the well, deal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The thing, the thing is, is that there's like some like controversy going around with it that like. Oh, really? Financially, they're. They're not paying. Not paying people. Are you serious? Did you not get paid? I haven't gotten paid. What I was you agreed to. Yeah. So it's kind of f. Nobody's got No one. Are you sure? I don't know. I I think the YouTubers got paid. Well, I mean, on TikTok. So I I feel like I feel like it was kind of something sketchy going on. I haven't put my energy or time into it yet because I'm, just, I'm just getting back from vacation. <laughs> you're saying you're like, like, I don't know what's going on. I don't, but. This kind of sounds like that fire, what's that thing on Netflix? That fire festival. Fire festival. Is it like a fire festival type of thing? I don't even know what that is. It's this thing where this guy, this person put together this festival, like a music festival type mm -hmm. of thing. And he got all these influencers and people involved and all, and it was a total racket. Do you remember all that stuff? It was it was a it was a total scam, and I'm hoping this isn't a scam because I'll be super pissed because like this yeah the amount of money that was talked and put into this that was like influencers were agreed to like just yeah I don't know. So you were fighting. Uh, it was TikTokers versus um, YouTubers. YouTubers. Yeah. And so you had to fight a YouTuber. Yeah, correct. And then um, who was the YouTuber? Uh, this, this guy named Jarvis. And how many followers does he have on YouTube? I think four. like three, three or four mil. Yeah, and, four mil. And so who put them together? This guy just says, yeah, you guys like, gonna fight in each the, other? Behind the scenes, yeah, they, they were kind of, they brought everyone and they were like, hey, do you want to fight this person? Do you want to fight this person? And they kind of like arranged it based off of like, I guess, height and weight and stuff. Oh, um, who won? Did you, who won? I fight? sadly didn't win. Oh, but, you know. you're so nice. I wish you won. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, gosh, that's too bad. But you trained really hard, you said, yeah. for it too. So now that you, so now you said fitness is a big part of your life too. So what do you do in the fitness space? Like what's your, what do you uh, like to do? I like, I love calisthenics, but I'm going to get into weight training as well. But calisthenics is my, that's oh, my love. Oh, really? Yeah. So how much do you do? Like, give me, give me a day in the life of you. I know you do a ton of videos, but besides that, what time do you wake up? Give us a whole Lately, I've routine. been, I don't know why. I mean, I have a cat. His name is Hero. He oh. wakes me up at six every morning. Oh. So I wake up at six every morning, but I stay in bed. Into another room. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's cute. So, it's whatever. but um, he, I, I stay in bed for like an hour or two. I wake up around eight. I'd say like out of bed doing whatever I have to do. Um, then I have to do my content or meetings or whatever I have to do until like afternoonish. Um, and then at nighttime, I mean, my schedule changes constantly. So it's not like a set in stone thing because when I was training for the fight, um, my schedule was completely different than what it is now. You know? Right, right. But um, typically when I work out, I think I'm gonna work out like five times a week still, just cause I, I enjoy working out. And those sessions typically last for like two, three hours. At a time? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I don't, I mean, I, that's just me though. It's kind of like my sanctuary. So I, I like just, you know. Yes, you know. well, I, like I said, you're preaching to the converted because that's my, <laughs> my sanctuary but three hours a day is a lot yeah and so you do that in the more afternoon i like nighttime nighttime I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an owl yeah wow and then you you said also that what do you is there anything else that you do besides well it's a lot but is there any other particular thing like routine or regimented um, thing that you need to do like yeah it's gonna be so you? i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do is like i don't know about running i don't really care for running but Dancing, I'm getting into where I'm gonna do that two to four times a week. Dance classes, um, where? workout, like Millennium or all whatever or? dance class, whatever um, studios. I think there's like four or five of them that like I have yeah. selected. Um, then I'll do I think once a week boxing to continue that. Uh, yoga twice a week, and then um, yeah, and the workouts. So those four like activities basically. Good for you. 
I love it. Thank you. I mean, I think I, I mean, listen, I, I wish you so much luck because you sound like you have a, you have like a lot going on and you're doing really, really well. Thank you. Um, where do people find? I mean, again, if you're not eight years old, where, how, tell people here how they can find you or like know your content. Like where um, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, um, I guess Facebook, too. Uh, Michael Lee. My, my handle is just Michael, J-U-S-T, just, and then Michael is M-A-I-K-O. It's just like a special way of saying my name because Michael is really normal. Yeah. So just Michael, M-A-I-K-O. Right, we don't yeah. want to be normal. That's, yeah. that's, that's like boring. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, well, thank you. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. I mean, this has been great. And you, like I said, you're such a nice young guy. I'm thank really you. happy to have done this with you. Of course. Um, and well, that's it. I think we're going to like call it a day. Bye. Bye, guys. Habits and hustle. Time to get it rolling. Stay up on the grind. Don't stop. Keep it going. Habits and hustle from nothing into something. All out. Hosted by Jennifer Cohen. Visionaries. Tune in. You can get to know them. Be inspired. This is your moment. Excuses. We ain't having that. The Habits and Hustle podcast powered by Habit Nest. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.